0: Yasu, everybody. Yasu. That is our Greek greeting this week for the Loftus Party. What a crazy show we have. What a crazy, insane show. We This is, um I'm going to call this one the, uh, the Jigsaw Puzzle Show because part of this was recorded Saturday, part of it uh, is recorded Sunday. There's so much news. There's so much going on. We've got, from Los Angeles, California, Andrew Apple is over there.
1: Yasu Maria to all my Eurovision-loving friends.
0: Yasu Maria. That's a great song, too. Yasu Maria. I'm way off on that one. And then we also have, from the late-night Freedom Bunker, we have Stacey Lennox.
2: I'm just going to say, hey, y'all, to my southern friends.
0: Hey, y'all. There you go. You've got a a new iPhone, right?
2: I do, the 7.
0: You're loving it. Have you have you done that text messaging thing where you can make the confetti go and the lasers?
2: I have no idea. All I was so glad that all of my apps don't downla- downloaded. I still have the Ripple. I still have the Facebook. I still have the Twitter. I can do all of my work. As far as confetti, I haven't figured all that out yet.
0: Okay, get into the text messaging because that's a lot of fun right there. That is all that right. is a big leap forward. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm gonna be honest with you, America. We, we we recorded a show yesterday and the show was uh it was okay but we're not interested in okay and I was hoping that we could have another go at it and then as and then fate stepped in and we had to do uh, an additional little piece here because last night things went crazy last night things went a little nuts bonkers now here was here was my day yesterday all right we did the uh, we did the podcast that was all right it was okay not our best work but it was all right. <laughs> then um then I went out to Target yeah Target bitches and you know what I found on the shelves You'll, you're never gonna guess what I found at Target
1: what'd you find Michael what? guess guess uh you're going you found uh My Little Pony dream journal
0: no actually you're kind of close you know <laughs> once upon a time once upon a time I found these Batman uh, boxers that actually have a detachable cape I should wear those on the show. Did you find talk- brony pants? No, I did not find brony pants. Here's what I found. I found baseball t-shirts. Remember like in the in the late 70s, the early 80s, like every concert would have like a baseball t-shirt like journey. you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. The- I do because I was in Target yesterday
0: And I have been saying for like the past two years those are coming back. They're coming back. Those shirts are just too comfortable. They're too cool looking. They're coming back. I go into Target and holy shit balls, they're back. You know what that tells me?
1: What's that, Michael? You're I side
0: am. I'm ahead of the curve. I am absolutely the curve, right. So I the actually curve can catch up to me.
2: I actually went into the Great Target yesterday, and I am currently wearing Johnny Cash Man in Black from the Target Vintage Collection.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right, so then, so then, I, I get uh, I get my little T-shirt. I'm doing my little errands around uh, around Long Island where I reside. Now I'm in Long Island, and I think let's go buy supercuts. My hair's getting really long. I'm thinking about going back to the mohawk, right? Ooh. <laughs> However, I've got some photographs of another way I can go with my hair. My hair's getting really long on the top, so I go into the supercuts in in Levittown, and. Uh, uh, I'm the only dude in there, right? The place is empty. There's this, these two girls, and she go. This girl uh, goes. Uh, so you need a haircut? I go. Yeah, let's get crazy, right? Because I'm, I'm a personality. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, let's get crazy. She's like, oh, let's not go crazy like mohawk crazy. So already, <laughs> that's off the table, right? This just read my mind. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with haircut plan B. I'm going to go with her. So I show her the picture and she's like, yeah, that'll be great. You look great on that. Blah, blah, blah. And then we start making supercut haircut, small talk. Halfway through the haircut, I notice that it's a lot shorter on top than I wanted, right? Yes. And so I'm like, wow, kind of short up there. She stops what she's doing. This is like the worst case scenario of shit that can happen to you in supercuts. She stops what she's doing and she's like, I should tell you, I'm just a trainee. <laughs> and then she calls out into the back, "Hey Jennifer, here's some shit you never want to hear at Supercuts. I'm just a trainee. Hey Jennifer. So uh, God so- bless, God bless Jennifer from Supercuts, who uh, who saved the day. My hair is very, my hair is very short now. Uh, I think I'm a few weeks away from ever doing the mohawk again, but uh, it was dicey."
2: At least you're a guy and it's only, like, a few weeks. If a woman gets her hair cut too short, it could be months.
0: You know what I'm saying? Here, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the car, and I'm, like, I'm not really cool with the whole situation, but I'm trying to, you know, pretend to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And, like, here's the other deal with this. Like, if you fuck up my hair at Supercuts, every little joke I say to you is funny as shit. I'm the customer. I am right. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer, did they not back. laugh
2: at your jokes?
0: Jennifer's, oh, yeah, they were giving me the courtesy laugh, but they needed okay. to find my shit hysterical because they just jacked up my hair, right? <laughs> so Jennifer is like, she's showing this girl how to use the trimmers on the back. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like literally this girl's first day.
2: Like you were the the on-the-job training experiment, right? So, so Jennifer is referring to the back
0: of my neck as like the bottom of of my hair, or the bottom. She's like, she keeps talking about my bottom and how she's going to be shaving the bottom, right? (laughs) Not going to be shaving bottoms, ha ha ha. Michael, no courtesy laugh. And then she goes, no, now I'm going to use this because a lot of guys, a lot of guys. She says, a lot of guys like the tight bottom. And I'm like, just like my ladies. And they were horrified. They were absolutely <laughs> horrified. And now I'm pissed. I'm like, listen, you jacked up my hair. My little sodomy joke should be hysterical right now. Everything I say should be riotous. Because if I was a girl and like it was going to take me months and months and months to get long hair again, I would have been freaking out. But I'm a dude and I'm not allowed to do that.
2: Well, no, dudes can freak out, but I don't know, Michael. After this entire hair rant, it's almost like we need a new Abby on the Loftus Party Twitter account.
0: Yes, we do, and I love <laughs> me the supercuts. So then my day just gets perpetually uh, weirder. Okay, I come back and I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, Iron Man Civil War. Right, that's my whole plan. Then uh, Twitter just blows up. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. So. Um, my Then my whole night just takes a left turn. Yesterday was the weirdest, most underreported news day ever. I turn on the TV. I start watching coverage of it. Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize. Thank God for Twitter. Thank the Lord for Twitter. Everybody go to uh, uh, Flipside Loftus. That's the Twitter feed. If not for Twitter, I wouldn't have known about the knife attacks in the mall in uh, no kidding. Minnesota.
2: It's <laughs> yeah. like that didn't happen. Well, it's like it didn't happen because it's not terrorism. Just because the guy was yelling Alu Akbar ahead of time doesn't really mean anything. Oh, yeah. And asking people if they were Muslim or not. That's not terrorism. And then and then here's. Yeah. Like if that's not bad enough, then the other one, there was explosions
0: in New Jersey.
2: Yep. Yep. Um, you know, some of the interesting things I heard, Michael, uh, was you know, you living in Levittown. We also have another good friend in Levittown, Mr. Uh, JD, Game on JD yep. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, who was saying there was some interesting military aircraft flying low over his abode last night. Did you hear weird things going on in the air?
0: You know what, that's that's crazy that he says that. But yes, mm-hmm. there was. There was a lot of, like, helicopter. Now, the this, this studio where I'm I'm working on this show, uh, Kevin Can Wait, there's a little helipad very close. So I'm kind of used to uh, the helicopter sound. But yeah, I actually, and I wasn't, I didn't go into the studio yesterday.
2: <laughs> you know, he said there was aircraft he heard over his ho- home in, in a similar location to yours that he hasn't heard since 9-11.
0: Wow, Andrew! Wow. Did you hear anything about the the New Jersey bombs?
1: I honestly, I have heard nothing about that. Although, in in full disclosure, we we're we're recording this Sunday night. Everything I've been doing today has been related to football. So, uh, if if we're not talking about the the Seattle versus L.A. Rams game, I'm probably not going to be up to date on anything.
2: Who talks yeah. about
1: the L.A. Rams? Uh, people in L.A. talk about the L.A. Rams.
2: So check
0: this out, Andrew. Here's what happened. There was this race, like there was a marathon, and it was to benefit the wounded veterans, I believe. It had something to do with the armed forces. And uh, a bomb blew up in a in a trash can. The race was late, I guess, getting started. And it, this, this device must have been on a timer, or somebody messed up, and it blew up early. Uh, and then, last night... In, uh, in Chelsea, that little neighborhood in Manhattan, uh, a, a, a bomb went off, and then which, they found another one a couple blocks away, and it's the classic pressure cooker.
2: Which, Go according ahead, to uh, to my sources in New York City, that particular neighborhood in Chelsea has a very heavy Jewish population near an Israeli bakery and also a very heavy homosexual population.
0: Yeah. hmm Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, – well, so, those are
2: kind of kind of those groups that those, uh, we can't call them Oh, Islamic terrorists, have a little bit of a problem with, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I, yeah, right? So, like, everything kind of fits. Now, thank goodness. Thank goodness no one was killed, right? There's, a, there's Absolutely. like, 20, 29 people injured, but no one's dead. So I want to thank God for that, that it wasn't Absolutely. A, a good effect. Now, here's the thing. The story quickly becomes— who said what first and when and who's pointing fingers? Like Donald Trump was supposed to give a speech somewhere. His plane lands. The bomb has already gone off in Chelsea. He's, he's sitting on the tarmac for like 13 minutes, obviously getting updates from people. Mm-hmm. He comes out and gives a speech and he goes, hey, uh, I'm sorry I'm late. There was a bombing in New York. Uh, a bomb went off. Some people are hurt. That's all we know. I can't give you any more information. Evidently, that makes him a bad guy. How does that that make make him a
2: a bad guy?
0: I do not know. I do not know. Then you've got De Blasio on TV going, "Yes, there was an explosion, but we're not sure if it's a bomb." What the what? Just like uh, dumpsters, dumpsters just spontaneously explode in New York?
2: Well, it is New York. But no, I mean, if you look at de Blasio, he is the progressive's progressive, right? And I think actually Cuomo later today came in and corrected him like, um, yeah, that was a bomb. Uh, But the typical progressive left narrative is going to be, well, we don't know. We can't tie it directly to we can't call it X, Y or Z when everybody in middle, middle America flyover country Any place that is not a liberal stronghold is going. Yeah, we know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: and if I'm not mistaken, Michael,
2: if I'm not mistaken, Michael, the Islamic State actually did take credit for the stabbings in the mall. Oh, okay. Well, that's wonderful. That That is is correct,
1: actually. The Islamic State has absolutely taken credit for that one. And what? What? Here's what I want to know. How is it that de Blasio, and I know you guys were kind of alluding to this, but how is it that de Blasio was able to claim that this wasn't terrorism?
2: He didn't say it wasn't. He said, we're not sure. And we're not sure is always, if if you look at the world we live in, Andrew, we live in a 24-hour news cycle. So if you get to 36, 48 hours, everybody's going to forget about New York and be on to the next... Thing that well, Trump said, or how terrible Hillary looked, and even if they said, "Oh, by the way, this guy Mohammed, whatever Al Shid, um, did this thing in this dumpster," it's going to get drowned out. So the longer you can delay, the eventuality is considered better. Is well, on, on the Twitter, way that this, works.
0: Was, this was like the debate on Twitter last night. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. Where people are like, why can't why can't De Blasio call it terrorism? And then other people are like, hey, you Islamophobe, it's not terrorism. And then another guy, chi- well, if you're putting if you're setting off a bomb trying to kill innocent people and inspire terror, that is the definition. So it becomes a what is the definition of terrorism, right? And it's well, going on and on. And people are like, oh, this makes Trump supporters happy because now there's this. And like, oh, Hillary doesn't have the balls to say it, and this, that, and the other thing. Then I have to chime in, like you know, when there's a fight. You know when there's a fight on the schoolyard and then that Mm -hmm. one like douchebag kid has to go like, you guys are going to get caught. That's who I was on Twitter last night. (laughs) So I tweeted out the douchey, you know, hey, you guys, 29 Americans are hurt. Let's try to focus on that. Let the cops do their jobs and let's find the people responsible. It was like the most like douchey little tweet I could have tweeted. And I hated that I tweeted it and I probably should have deleted it.
2: No, you shouldn't have deleted it, Michael, because when you think about it, you are where the majority of Americans are. Just tell us what's happening. Be honest with us, because we've gotten so polarized, right? The progressive left can't say that was Islamic terrorism. And the right will say that is Islamic terrorism. And we don't really understand. And it's very hard a lot of times to make the distinction between what is truly ISIS inspired, meaning some crazy kid found something online, versus what is actually ISIS coordinated. So when you have the Islamic State saying, we take credit for the loon in Minneapolis or who was stabbing people in a mall. Um, That was that was something we actually did versus what might have happened in Chelsea, which with the number of explosions and incendiary devices seems a little too coordinated to me for a lone wolf attack. But give them that. okay? but when you're looking at that all I think the vast majority of Americans want to know is what happened. And when you have the progressive left. And Hillary Clinton and Bill de Blasio and even Governor Cuomo, correcting Bill de Blasio to some degree, covering up because we don't want this Islamophobia. To me, Islamophobia is silly. I have a real problem with people who want me dead because I believe in things like free speech and freedom of religion. That would be ISIS. They happen to derive most of their beliefs from fundamental Islam. That's Islamic terrorism. Do I hate all Muslims? Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: and I think we get so divided by identity politics. This person's Muslim, therefore, well, that person's Muslim. But did they believe they should cut my head off because I don't wear a burqa? I don't think so. Let's well, it's talk just about ridiculous. What the real problem is,
0: <laughs> and and I tell you, and they can't. Not only can they not agree on whether it's terrorism, they can't even agree that it was a bomb. And then they start fighting about who said bomb first. And then they go so far like Hillary Clinton. They woke her up on the plane r- last night. And I tell you what, she can't run that 3 a.m. phone call last yeah. anymore because I tell you what, they won't oh, do it on camera. <laughs> They woke that bitch last up last night at like 9:30 and she looked not well. Uh and so she referenced the bomb. But when CNN reported it today and when they were talking about it uh today uh on the news, CNN edited out where she said it was a bomb and CBS edited Seriously? out I'm not kidding you. It's unbelievable because they want to make Trump look like a bad guy because he called it a bomb when it was a fucking bomb. I mean, it's beyond the beyond. It's like they're editing stuff out like it's flipping Pravda. It's just it's I don't know what to say. I am gobsmacked. I am gobsmacked by the whole
2: thing. Well, I honestly think both the left and the right miss middle America. Tell us what. The problem
1: is, well, Stacey, I mean, let's not forget, like we said, we're recording this Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. Don't we think they're just waiting for the news week to actually start to come Monday morning when most people will be listening to this? Our listeners will actually be ahead of us. And that's when the 24 hour news cycle really kicks in.
2: No, the 24-hour news cycle is 24-7 when you think about it. I mean, CNN was editing things today. And they're editing things in anticipation of Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. And of course, as Michael said, they're out to make the Republican nominee look crazy. In all honesty, Andrew, anything that happens on U.S. soil that costs American lives, American injuries, and can be attributed to Islamic terrorism, Prior to November eighth, is going to help Donald Trump. It's absolutely well, going to help Donald Trump. It's weird. It's weird.
0: You look at you. You look at the stats, and there's the, the stats are saying that people trust. Hillary Clinton more to to, to to deal with this stuff. It's so well, counterintuitive. It's crazy. It's,
2: it's not even counterintuitive. When you when you look at a lot of that polling that I saw today, anyway, across the Chirons, um, that said that they believe she had the temperament. Now, Donald has had a history, if we're going to be honest, of going off and saying things that are a little incendiary. OK, that's fine. But one thing he has been absolutely clear about is he understands the threat, and what many Americans think is an existential threat to the United States of America from Islamic terrorism. He calls it what it is. And I think anytime something happens on our soil, whether it's Chattanooga, whether it's Orlando, whether it's what just happened in Chelsea, New York, in New Jersey, and Minnesota, if he has the ability to say what it is, and actually say, this is what I would do to stop it, instead of calling it some kind of discrimination or Islamophobia as the left tends to do, it's actually a point in his favor because these things are scary.
1: And in any other year, Stacey, I would agree with you that normally any sort of terrorism attack does help the Republicans. But if we can agree on anything, it's that this is the most backwards year when it comes to politics, and nobody really knows what's going to help anyone.
2: I would say... With everything I've seen and with all of the things that I have read, the one thing the left tends to gloss over tremendously is terrorist attacks. I mean, when you look at Obama's response to Chattanooga, when you look at his response to Orlando, what he wants to do is disarm Americans and say, don't get upset with people. That's not the right response. You
0: get, need- you get what you get and you don't get upset.
2: Mm-hmm pretty much and that's pretty
0: much us, he's treating Americans like preschoolers. You get what you get and you don't get upset. I'm looking what? for another tweet here because there's more madness and I want to I want to get as much madness into the show as we possibly can.
2: Madness.
0: Yeah, like I guess the other night Obama told like the black community, if you don't vote for Hillary, I'm going to be disappointed in you. Like <laughs> like Are you allowed to do that now? Just like straight up ask entire races to stand up for you or you'll be disappointed? Could you imagine if Donald Trump gave a speech and goes, hey, white people, if you don't stand up for me, like that would be the end of the world. Are we allowed to do that?
1: Well, technically, we're allowed to. We do have freedom of speech in this country, whether or not we I like how, should. I like
0: how you guys keep. I ask these rhetorical questions, <laughs> and you keep coming up with. Well, we, you know, Mike, we've got freedom of speech. Like, well, really? I, I wasn't
2: aware of this. Technically, we can. Is it smart? I think is actually the rhetorical part of it. You know, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Well, and I think if you take a look at some of what Donald Trump has done over the last several weeks with his economic speech and and going to some downtrodden areas like Flint, Michigan and some other places, he is appealing to some of those people who have been left behind by the Obama economy. And many of those are minorities, whether it's African-Americans, whether it's Latinos, um, inner cities, which would include white folks, um, you know, he's making some headway there and they're hearing his message when he's talking about things like childcare, and when he's talking about things like uh, we need to bring manufacturing back to this sector and hope and other things. They're hearing him. And I think that's making the Democrats very, very nervous.
0: Well, it is It is uh, very scary times. I'm just glad that these, these idiots uh, didn't have their act together. I mean, those bombs can really do some damage. We saw oh, what happened a, in Boston, and this was, Absolutely. it looked like it was the same kind of pressure cooker, uh, you know, type bomb. Oh, and here's yeah. the other thing. Obama was making jokes about ISIS like an hour before the bombs uh. went off. <laughs> That's like, talk about horrible timing. Well, he's like, I his- wasn't worried about ISIS. I was worried about my birth certificate. Like, he's just like making a little joke yeah. and not the best day to make that joke.
2: Probably
0: not. And then Tim Kane. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I remember this. Tim Kane. Do you want? did you did you hear his little logic? Um, no. Death spiral. He went at it. Tim Kane. this this turd of a human being is like, there's going to be more bombings in America because we're winning the war against ISIS and as, their, uh, yeah, and as their territory shrinks, they're going to do more bad stuff to, uh, to us. So pretty much get used to it, America, was the, the big takeaway from that. And that's, well, yeah, I want that dude in charge.
2: Get used to it. And, oh, let us take your guns and your ammo. No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's, that's the other thing. Like, I'm not down with the whole uh, don't tell me to keep turning the other cheek because I'm running out of cheeks. <laughs> I can uh, I can only take so much, and I can find pieces of the Bible. I mean, I don't want to get into a Bible quoting contest with anybody, but no. uh, my good friend Jason Anarino would he he turned me on to this one. I guess there's one where uh, Jesus is like, "Well, sell your cloak and buy a sword because you got some violence to do." So uh, we might have to start getting down with that a little bit.
2: Well, and I mean, I think the biggest part of it is why in the world would you take away the right of the people within this country to defend themselves with whatever they think is most appropriate? Like, I have no problem with someone who doesn't want to own a gun, who is anti-gun, who thinks they shouldn't have guns in the house with their children. Um, That's great. But you don't get to make that choice for me. Uh, and thank you, Hillary Clinton. Thank you, Tim Kane. Thank you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'll decide how I'm going to protect me and mine all by myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Hey, so what do you, what do we think the uh, what the, what do we think the over under is for when they'll catch whoever did this? You got to think. You got to think. With these Chelsea attacks, I know there's videotape everywhere. Everybody's got security cameras. Well,
2: they have a person of interest. Last I saw, um, which was about an hour and a half ago. Uh, so yes, there is some video, et cetera. They're obviously not releasing any description, et cetera. It's not, you know, a white guy, re, you know, waving a Confederate flag. So there's no percentage yeah. in it, I guess. Yeah, there's no um, reason to
0: start pulling down monuments in Savannah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, I mean, I think they're going to find these guys in about the same time frame they found the wife of the guy in San Bernardino. She's still at large, by the way.
0: Yeah. That's another one. Like, thanks for bringing that up. Don't they want to question that chick some more? You know she saw some stuff. You know she knows some stuff. Or maybe she's in the witness protection program. I got to (laughs) think. Hopefully they cut a deal with her. I saw some dude on Bill O'Reilly the other night. He was like a former uh, jihadist. He was like a a member of the Taliban. Mm -hmm. And he got captured and he did time. And he came around and now is uh, thinking that the world is a a wonderful place and he's regretting him, you know, trying to destroy it. And now he's working with some think tank somewhere trying to help out. And boy, I applaud that. I applaud that. And uh, I applaud that dude's bravery for being on Bill O'Reilly. Like, yeah, I was doing this stuff. I did my time and now I'm helping the good guys. We need like 50,000 more of those dudes.
2: That'll get you a fatwa.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that guy's not. I'm sure he's not uh, house shopping in Palestine.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, even within the United States, we have a guy here locally, even in the freedom bunker in Georgia, who was um, the son of a Muslim cleric. He's now a converted Christian and he's the president of a local university. And when he goes to speak, very scary people come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I've not a that. lie. I mean, they really take that kind of what they call apostate very, very seriously.
0: Yeah, they do. I'm looking mm-hmm. here. I'm looking here at CNN, and I just want to back up what you said earlier that they have a they have a person of interest. They got a video that sh- uh, shows mm-hmm. the same dude uh, near the site of the explosion and the location of the uh, second pressure cooker. That's from the uh, Clinton News Network. That's what all Is the he, uh, the far right people call CNN. Just, that makes just- me laugh.
2: As, as a question, is he waving a Confederate flag?
0: <laughs> I didn't. I don't have the video in front of me. Uh, he's dressed as Benjamin Franklin. Oh, and he's there wearing, you go. Yeah, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. That would be very, very funny. We've got a great show. There's so much other stuff to get to. Uh, we recorded, uh, I, I don't know, Andrew, how you're going to put all this together. God bless you for trying. Uh, I want to make sure, though, we got to talk about those smart dildos. That just cracked me up uh it, there's this – Stacy introduces this story, and it I just lose my mind because it's so awesome. And that's all I'm going to do, America. I'm going to tease you with the headline, smart dildo. So, well, so well, that's, that's ve- enough. That's ve- going to that- keep you listening, very right? Very
1: quickly, before we go on, there was one other story today that I hope we can at least touch on for a couple of minutes. Do we have – okay. can, can we have a little bit more of your time, Michael? I, I know you're a very busy man who is very heavily sought after. Yes. Okay, so – uh, John Kasich, former presidential candidate, showed up at the White House today. And what? He, yeah, he was stumping for Obama, actually, <sighs> trying to help get the TPP passed.
2: Oh, that's okay. awful.
0: All right, so so Kasich is helping out Obama, trying to get the TPP passed. Uh, good for him, right? Good for that dude. Evidently, he thinks it's the right way to go, and every once in a while— Uh, damn the torpedoes, I'm going to stand my ground and do my thing. I respect that. Here's my beef with John Kasich. Uh, He signed a a document that said he would support the nominee. Now, I just thought that document was just a piece of paper, right? I thought it was like, I hereby pledge, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I just found out about this. You ready for this? Get out your umbrellas, America, because I'm about to rain some knowledge on you. There was actually information shared. When you signed that pledge... The Republican National Committee gave you access to data and fundraising. You got access to lists and phone numbers and emails and a boatload of data. So there was actually goods and services that were traded in exchange for your support. So all of these guys who look like big time heroes and like, oh, I just gave my word. No, you are now a double dog dickhead because you got something out of it. So all those dudes who signed that pledge, if they got that data and they got those mailing lists, they got to stand up and they got to support the nominee. I'm glad you brought that up.
2: Well, so am I, because you know what? I just learned something from Michael.
0: It's crazy. I would be if I was Re, if I was Reince Priebus, I'd be shouting it from the mountaintops. If I was Donald Trump, I'd be shouting it from the mountaintops. But I guess he doesn't want to look like a little douchebag uh, crying about it. But yeah, I, I honestly thought it was just like I pledged to support the guy no matter what, and that's all it was. But goods and services were exchanged. Now you're a thief. Now you have no honor, and you're no, you're no better than a thief.
1: Wow. And meanwhile, we should comment that if Kasich signed that, he has already reneged on it because in that same speech that he gave at the White House pro TPP, he said it was very unlikely that he will vote for Trump.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know well, what? Kasich yeah. was my guy there for a heartbeat. Kasich was my guy there for I a heartbeat. I have that
2: on a previous show. What? Oh, he's supporting Kasich? Way, yeah, on Game On with me and J.D., way, way, like months and months, way before the primary even started. You kind of like Kasich, but you're from Ohio. He's Ohio's governor.
0: That's right. He did well with the economy. He did a good job. I wasn't down with the Common Core, but here's my deal. I figured we could stop him on the Common Core. I'm a big picture kind of guy. Uh, right now, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, continue listening. We've got smart dildos coming up, you guys. Stick,
2: stick around for that. You, you show up for the politics, you stick around for the smart dildos. And next week, we'll have doggy bags that attach themselves to your dog's rear end.
0: Oh, nobody wants that, but I need to hear that story, right? It's so gross <laughs> and disgusting. Now I want to talk about it. You did a little tease. You did a little tease for the doggy diaper. All right, yeah. I love you all um each as a group and as individuals. I have to go back to the studio uh and work on some more. Kevin, can wait. Our big premiere is tomorrow night, 8:30 America, CBS. Set your
2: DVRs.
0: It's the it's the chandelier network. It's the champagne network. It's the it's the something fancy network. So, I want a gun. I I have made up my mind. I want a gun. I was talking to an ex-cop here in Long Island. This guy's a retired cop, and he had this tiny little pistol. And I'm like, "What is that? Like a twenty two? And he's like, "No, that's a blah 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 blah." Sounds so cool. I want a gun. <laughs> hey, where can they where can they carry guns again? I saw somebody just overturn some kind of law where now you can uh, uh, Missouri, a- Missouri. Uh-huh. So, yeah. What, what was the what was the law there? They overturned.
2: Um, I it, they. Overturned a law against, um, I believe it was open carry. But so the way you, that I'm, open carry works in Missouri isn't like open carry works in Texas, so there still are some restrictions on it. But they overrode um, a veto by the governor. I think it actually was for open carry. So they're fighting their governor.
0: <laughs> all right. So now the you, people of the state I, want where do their they open land? carry. So they landed on. You can carry a gun around.
2: Yes, basically the bill went up. It passed both chambers. The way I understand it, passed both chambers of the state legislature. It went to the governor. He said nope, and they overrode the veto.
0: Ooh, okay. So yep. Missouri is is on board. Okay, we got a very 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 big show. There's a lot going on. You know what today is, everybody? Today is Saturday, by the way. We have to do Saturday. This. <gasps> yeah, right. today is, today is Saturday. Yes.
2: Normally, we do a party on a Sunday.
0: I know. We have to go. We had to go early this week. Um, and here's why. I am writing on this show. It's a uh, new Kevin James sitcom called Kevin Can Wait. And here's a little fun to know fact about sitcoms when they're first starting out. There is a boatload of work to do. There's a lot of things to figure out. And uh, man, oh, man, we are writing shows like crazy. We premiere on Monday. My schedule Woo-hoo! is insane. Yeah. My schedule is absolutely nuts right now, so I appreciate you guys joining me on a Saturday. This is this is the highlight of my week.
2: Well, congratulations really... on the premiere. Yeah,
1: actually, Michael, you guys got a wonderful review in The Wrap this week. Are you kidding me? What's The Wrap? Uh, the Wrap is uh, one of the big entertainment uh, news websites on the Internet, just like us.
0: What did they say? Because I only listen to the good
1: reviews. Oh, no. The, 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 this, the, this was always <laughs> a good review. And, you know, the, the crux of it was, you know, we're living in a world where we have a lot of these single camera, highbrow comedies that uh, Harvard-educated critics love and the people just don't get behind. So it's refreshing to see something like Kevin Can Wait that's about a family that everyone can enjoy.
0: I tell you what, you guys. It's funny. It is funny. I'm going to toot my own horn here. I worked on the George Lopez sitcom. That was a lot of fun. It was pretty funny. I worked on this show called Outsource, single camera, pretty funny, had a lot of heart, had a lot of heart. I worked on Anger Management with Charlie Sheen, pretty darn funny. However, this Kevin James thing, and maybe it's because it's a bright, shiny object and it's brand new, or maybe it's just more my sensibility. Last night we were taping episode five, and I was, I was laughing pretty hard. And I knew what was coming.
2: <laughs> you wrote it.
0: <laughs> so it's uh, between uh, the Kevin James, Kevin Can Wait show, and between the Flipside TV show and syndication, and the Loftus Party radio show and website, I'm crazy busy. So I really live. Uh, I live for this show that we all do together and for doing stand-up comedy. And I was going to do... I'm still going to try to do it at, at Governor's uh, in Levittown tomorrow night. There's a fundraiser, there's a, a breast cancer research fundraiser hoo-ha thing. I'm going to try to do that, but I'm going to be writing with Kevin and the gang tomorrow in the afternoon. So
1: so when you're listening moment. to this in the future, it will have already happened.
0: Yes, yes. And you'll be like, wow, that big story happened on Sunday. I wonder what uh, Michael and Stacey and Andrew were going to say about that. Well, exactly nothing. there will be no commentary. <laughs> nothing.
1: <laughs> Not till next week when we'll be all right back here.
0: Exactly. Now here's here's the other big piece of news. I bought a pipe. You bought a what? A pipe.
2: Now wait, wait, wait. A pipe. Like, it,
0: like you... a tobacco pipe. Okay.
2: All right, listen. So like Professor, like you I need see. a jacket with the elbow you know patches.
0: What's great? I'm like I'm like fucking Gandalf the Gray over here, right? <laughs> <laughs> You shall not pass. You have a pipe, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I can point with it. I got matches. It's fun to light. Here's the downside I hate the taste of the tobacco smoke. It's horrifyingly bad. <laughs> it's horrifying, but it bad. makes me look smart.
1: You know, it sounds like you just have lousy tobacco, actually.
0: You know what? I think it is. I got some crap called. Uh, half-and-half half pipe tobacco by, by the Burley and Bright Tobacco Company.
2: Burley and Bright? I swear to
1: God. <laughs> it's so bad. Burley and Bright Tobacco the Company. Burley <laughs>
0: and Bright. I swear it looks like it's been sitting on somebody's shelf since 1945, but it's made in America. It's made in America, so I think I got it lit. That's horrifying. That's really bad. There we go. <laughs> got it going. That's a good pipe smoke. I look so smart right now.
2: Michael, you are in New York City. If you want like really great high end tobacco for a pipe, it's gotta be there somewhere. It's gonna cost you your spleen, but well, it's gotta be I there.
0: I just went out to the first smoke shop. This I'm I, I did this on a whim. I thought, man, a pipe would be cool. Let's try it. Because I can I can fill it with tobacco, you know, and kind of poke it in there with my thumb and give out advice and people really listen to you when you have a pipe. Like, I don't know about that Hillary Clinton. She kind of scares me, and then I look across the pipe knowingly, and I kind of <laughs> bite it with my teeth, and I talk about things like this, and I sound like this because I got a pipe in my throat. <laughs> it already went out. I suck at this. I'm not good at it. I have to try harder. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna light it again. Uh, but here we go. Let's start talking about the news. Uh, we got all co- It's Batman Day, by the way. We're gonna celebrate that.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, all day long. You know, this is did you know point- that? Uh, I did not, but this is the perfect week to talk about Batman because there was a ton of Batman news this week, actually. What do we got going on in Batman news? So, Zack Snyder went on Twitter and he tweeted a set photo uh, that shows Ben Affleck's new gear. And uh, the internet responded with slight excitement and
2: extreme outrage. Well, Well, the outrage machine is always on high, so...
1: Well, I, I, this is what I've always said about, about comic book movies. It's like, um, I'm one of the people who still watches Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you guys do, but uh, they have this sketch. It's called, How's He Doing? And it's usually Kenan Thompson and a couple of the other African-American cast members. And they're talking about how Obama's doing. And the joke is always the same. It's like, well, I'm going to be critical about this thing. Is do, uh, and I'm going to be critical about this thing. But uh, no matter what, he's black, so he still has my vote. That's how everyone sounds when they talk about comic book movies. Like, oh my God, Zack Snyder, he's he's destroying comic book, and and Henry Cavill. Can you believe that he's such a broody Superman? And they cast Ben Affleck. It's like, well, you're going to go see it. Well, yeah, I'm going to go see it, but.
2: Hasn't Ben Affleck been Batman before?
1: Uh, he has been Ben Affleck twice now. Uh, he's been Ben Affleck his entire life. He's been Batman twice now. Uh, first in Batman v Superman, and uh, second, spoiler alert, uh, he had a cameo as Batman in Suicide Squad.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. You you were not a fan of Batman versus Superman, now were you, Michael?
0: No, I was not. I, I although I, I got the extended edition, the super cut, whatever. The Zack Snyder, this explains it all. And I don't know if I talked about this before on the, on the show. It made a little bit more sense. The, the story worked a little bit better with the super cut. However, Zack Snyder went out of his way to kill Jimmy Olsen. He went Jimmy? out of his way. Yeah. Yeah, there's a segment uh, in, the, in the beginning of the movie where Lois Lane shows up in the, in the Middle East. She's got this reporter with her, and he's a CIA undercover agent. And these terrorists kill him, right? So you're like, whoa, was that Jimmy Olsen? Then when you watch the director's cut, they go out of their way to go. Hi, I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen, then Zack Snyder just kills him. There's no yes. reason to do that. There is no reason to do that. So
2: well, and Jimmy was one of my favorite, favorite characters. Yeah, like
0: Jimmy. And why do you want to kill Jimmy Olsen? So it's just like that's just saying you just don't care about the the medium. So that is Exhibit oh. A for me. I want to get back to this Keenan Ivory, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans,
1: no Damon Ke- Keenan Thompson, Keenan Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson. Yeah. So what's the name of that skit? It's called How's He Doing? And it's usually like an Obama thing? Well, it's always an Obama thing. It's it's got sort of a Tavis Smiley feel to it. And it's a weekly roundup of how the president is handling the economy, foreign policy, all that. And, you know, you have... People playing very articulate journalists and TV personalities. And they're always African-American. But the the joke is always like, is there anything that Obama could do to not have uh, your vote? And everyone always laughs and says, of course not. He's black. So, of course, he has my vote.
0: Yeah. I tell you, do we get some of our money back from the Obama administration? Because it seems like all he's doing now is he's out on the road filling in for Hillary Clinton.
1: Is he allowed to do that? Yeah, and and to be well, fair, yeah, I mean, every president has done that. I mean, he, yeah,
2: he's-, he's allowed to campaign for her, most assuredly. My my bigger problem is his world apology tour and the fact that really, for the last several months, we've had President Ash Carter. Um, <laughs> you know, anything going on anywhere in the world, you're always seeing the story. Ash, you know, Secretary of Defense Ash Carter, da 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 da, and it's like. Traditionally the president would be saying something about this. Oh yeah, he's golfing. Never mind.
0: Yeah, I only see him out on the road giving pro-Hillary speeches. It's really odd. It's really odd.
2: Well, I mean if you think about um any time we've had an incumbent and their party candidate is running, I mean this even happens in Senate races where somebody's retiring, et cetera. They always go out on the campaign trail for the person they would like. To I cannot them.
0: remember. I cannot remember the last time I saw, did. Uh, did Bush campaign for someone else who was
1: running?
2: Uh huh. Yeah,
1: B- Bush has yeah. absolutely campaigned for other people. He did not campaign in two thousand eight because uh, he was seen as more of a liability for McCain. At the oh,
0: moment. that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Everybody and, hated him.
2: But I mean, Ronald Reagan campaigned for his dad.
0: Ronald Reagan campaigned for his father.
2: For George Bush. Senior. No, for for
1: for George W. Bush's dad,
2: George W. Walker Bush. Yeah, Ronald Reagan's father. Sorry, that was a little confusing.
0: <laughs> well, I got to tell you, this is a big swing and a miss on this pipe thing, you guys. I'm feeling a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, if I is this your drop first? Out, is
2: this your first experience with it? Oh, like, it's the, Ridge, it's tried. Gotta to be, to it's confused. gotta be the
0: tobacco. I gotta write a strongly worded letter to the burly and bright people. <laughs> That is not burly, or is it bright? Ugh, it's disgusting. It
2: actually sounds like it might be really burly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's super burly and not so bright. Okay, so this, uh, yeah, Obama. Yeah, I'll be glad when he's gone. I'm not a big fan. I'm not. He's already gone.
2: I mean, it's so abundantly clear he doesn't want the job anymore like he's done. I'm just trying to think if there's anything they're trying to sneak through. Well, he wants to get rid of the Internet. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that. He wants to close Gitmo before he goes, Um, and I think those are really the only two things he wants to do. Well, I mean, there's
1: a couple more. I think he does want to get Merrick Garland uh, onto the Supreme Court in the lame duck session. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. In the lame duck session, there's a strong chance uh, that he will. Um, The only reason it wouldn't would happen, uh, if Trump wins, then Merrick Garland's definitely not going to be appointed, and if Hillary wins, then there's a chance Hillary might say, well, I want to appoint someone else l so merrick garland may bow out
0: Ay, uh, yeah yeah okay and then i want to i want to do we do any
2: research on this if something happens to hillary who's next in line um as we said last week actually posted this on the dose so everybody knew about it um it would go back to the dnc and they would actually nominate a new candidate for president so we could get uncle joe you could because
0: yes. I, I was talking about that after last week's show and then somebody's like, "No, no, no! It's too late. They can't get them on all the all the states' ballots."
2: I honestly believe if, if it came down to true physical disability of the candidate, it would be a replacement. They're still the 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 part the party's nominee gets on the ballot, not an individual. So okay. if the Democratic nominee gets on the ballot. They would have to have a Democratic nominee one way or another. Um, but I mean, I you can't you can't just say, "Oh, now the party." can't run anybody because she fell out, can't continue. I mean, there has to be a process by which the candidate can be replaced, but it is not Tim Kane just moves up. Um, it is they nominate a new candidate for, for president.
0: Okay. Well, that I tell you what, the prospect of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump uh, really scares me. Why? Oh, my gosh, because I think Biden would crush Trump.
2: I think he would absolutely crush him. I think it would definitely change the dynamic in Pennsylvania. He's pretty popular there. Um, I think Ohio would be definitely a toss-up. I think, you know, Uncle Joe is, is vice president. He's got good name recognition. I, I do think it would take the, change the dynamic of the race. I'm not sure, though, because Uncle Joe's also really prone to some pretty awful gaffes.
0: Well, people don't care. They don't care about Joe. Like, when he told that paralyzed guy to stand up. Oh, my God. That, that was the best. That was the funniest thing, and nobody cares. Oh,
2: wait, you can't.
0: Oh, you know what? Go ahead. Have a seat. Have a seat, guy. (laughs) But here, I mean, I think Donald. one of the the Donald's strengths is he appears to just tell it like it is, speak off the cuff, and he's just telling you, like, man to man, here's the deal, and blah, blah, blah. And that's Joe Biden's bread and butter, too. Oh, you're
2: right. He's pretty – the thing about Joe Biden that is – missing from hillary clinton is he's very authentic and, and yeah she is a robot though go ahead
1: andrew well i was gonna say so david Pluff, uh who's a pollster he gave an interview this week and if you're going state by state and looking at the numbers uh hillary is currently sitting based on the polls at 269 electoral votes that the democrats feel very confident that they're going to win. We need 270. Yes, but Biden being so strong in Pennsylvania, that would put her that would put the democrats over the top because Pennsylvania is still considered a swing state.
0: Isn't it a tie as of today uh, with so the electoral college blue blah.
1: So there's there's two different polls you're looking at, and there, there are the national polls where s- most of them have Hillary with a slight edge over Trump, uh, but then there are a couple of polls, primarily the Fox and the CNN polls, that have them basically neck and neck within the margin of error.
2: Yeah, but there were some state polls that came out this week, too, in Ohio and Pennsylvania and I think even Florida that had Trump up. Um, I think everything I saw was still within the margin of error, and I still think this is going to come down to the wire because both of these people have a really hard time having more than, like, maybe ten good days in a row. Okay. <laughs> well, please, uh, please, I think it's time
0: for some Michael-topias on this son of a gun.
2: All right. Well, in michael
0: If I don't set up michael people will be so confused they will drive their cars into ditches, they will walk into walls. They will be so confused by the idea of it. Hey, the real world's kind of crazy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but in Michaeltopia, we have a different set of rules, different set of a code, a code, if you will, that we live by. So here with uh, the new uh, system of laws in Michaeltopia, we got uh, Stacy and Andrew. I'm gonna be holding back. I'm gonna be. I'm putting one in the chamber. So you guys, tell me what do you got for Michaeltopia
2: in Michaeltopia? If you have a little girl. It's okay to buy her pink Legos.
0: Well, hopefully, they'll have other colors too, because that'll get confusing after a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I know, but there's this whole Ajita this week about how we have to make Ajita. That's a What a new the
0: f- does that mean?
2: Like vapors, like everybody's all upset, like, ah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, there's all this
2: in the social justice warrior community. There's all this concern that we're giving our girls toys that are different than the toys we give our boys. And that's somehow limiting our girls because we're doing this weird social construct called gender. Last I checked, gender was a little bit biological, but maybe that's just me. So, they're criticizing things like Lego, the Lego company, who did a huge amount of research to see how you could get girls at a young age interested in building with these these blocks that teach them spatial relations and a whole bunch of other things that are important to math and science. They come out with a great product that's hugely popular. And now the social justice warriors are like, get rid of it. Here's what's going to happen.
0: All this through. does, all this does is make target confusing.
2: Mm-hmm. I need
0: to know where the toys are for the boys and the toys are for the girls, right? Oh, it's just going to make shopping confusing. Okay. Andrew, what do
1: you got in Michael Zopia Batman is not a Nazi. I know we touched on this earlier, but I feel like it bears repeating. When the new pictures came out of the new Batman suit, some people assumed that he was going to be like Owlman, a weird offset of Batman who was a Nazi. Can we please just wait until these movies come out before we assume that Ben Affleck is a Nazi?
0: Yeah, in Michaeltopia, not everything is a Nazi. It does, just doesn't matter anymore. In my, it seems like everybody is a Nazi and and everybody is pure evil. In Michaeltopia, we don't say something is pure evil unless it's pure evil. And I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find. If I tell you what, if you want to look at pure evil, uh, go hang out with the members of ISIS. Good lord, you can't Ted go Bundy? Run around saying, uh, Ted Bundy. I don't even think he's pure evil. I think okay. he was like ninety nine point eight percent evil, but obviously he had enough. He had enough nice in him. He could survive in, in polite society to go unnoticed. By. Okay, pure evil is just like running around chopping people's heads off.
2: Okay. Well, in Michaeltopia, if you choose to buy a sex toy, um, the company is not allowed to track your use of it via an app. What the what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Why is- happening now
0: why what, god no this 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 is the epitome of burying the lead. <laughs> if there was one school, <laughs> jesus christ in heaven stacy i'm sorry they are see now here's god That's bless it i'm vibe. in I, listen i have given up on this show i have on this episode i had given up like i had already done like a half no seriously i had already done like my half-hearted apology like I'm weary. right? I'm just tired. And I am. I'm tired and I'm depressed. The world is not a happy place. And so this show it was difficult and not a lot of fun. So then at the very end, you come in with this story that has everything that I love. Uh, it has sex and it has some kind of science fiction element to it. And it has big government is bad. Why didn't we start with this? Could turn my whole day around.
2: I use my what I use my daily
0: happened? I use my daily doses for my Michael Topias. That's in the Daily Dose. Yes. Okay. This is good. This is. Good. <laughs> we'll have to get this out. Why is that not the headline of the Daily Dose? It's. Uh, it was the headline earlier
2: this week. Is it? It. What? Yes. How, how did I miss that one? How did I, I miss? Did you, get the, did you was, get the team building with eating grapes off boobs? Tell me you got that one.
0: I no, I didn't. Okay, I mean,
2: maybe some stuff should not have an app. And a woman with like an ah.
0: Yeah, but like, what was the headline? See, like the headline we need, we the need to work on ourselves. Yeah, on Smart the daily dildo when we're companies
2: p- sued for tracking users' habits.
0: My God, did we use that headline? I'll what put was the, word the what?
2: dildo on the website if you want me to. <sighs> I try to like I try to allude no.
0: to things. What now now what <laughs>
2: <laughs> I tried to Okay, to hold on.
0: Hold so on. Like this is this shocked. is the best part. This is the best part of the show. We can edit out so much other like just tired morning uh yawn horrific bullshit. But the actual headline
2: is smart dildo. Smart dildo does what? The actual headline is smart in quotations, dildo right. company.
0: Smart dildo company.
2: Sued for tracking users' habits. We vibes makers. We vibe. Okay.
0: Okay. That's okay. Dildo. You're beyond you're beyond the headline here. Yeah. Okay. That is the headline we okay, before I get ahead of myself. Uh, smart dildo company. Tracking users habits. Tracking, I'm writing it down because I want to be able to reference it again. Tracking users habits. Okay. Yep.
2: Okay. 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 How long? This is great. Okay. 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 Okay.
0: So their headline is "Smart Dildo
2: Company Sued for Tracking Users' Habits." What was our headline? There are some things an app an app just shouldn't track.
0: Okay, I'm telling you right now, I'm not gonna click on that. I (laughs) I will, however, click on "Smart Dildo Company Sued for."
2: see I just would have had to stop after sued because we're character limited
0: okay so That's smart true. dildo company sued or you would could have... go or we could go dildo company sued for tracking <laughs> i don't know <laughs> here's <laughs> what I want to know how do they know it's like the old remember that old thermos joke when the people talk about the best inventions of the 20th century, and somebody yeah. guy goes, I think it's the car. And the other guy goes, I think it's the plane. And then the other guy goes, well, I think it's the thermos. And he's hot stuff hot and cold stuff cold. You're like, that's stupid. That's not the best invention. The guy goes, yeah, but how does it know? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, so hold on. Wait, wait, Stacey, here's where I need to interject. All right, what makes it a smart dildo?
2: Um, It's a smart dildo because it tracks your preference, is, i guess and so you sends know, you new and downloads new um new rhythms i guess you would say wait wait wait
1: wait wait, wait, so like like you can put in like a song that you like on this dildo and it'll like vibrate to the beat is, is that you what it set does it
2: with, you set it with your you set the rhythm and the intensity and all that with your phone oh okay okay yeah. so it's an so app right on your phone right, right that, controls, that controls the, that controls the device yes that's fantastic. Yeah, except they that's were a, tracking it.
0: That's the bad part. So they're <laughs> I'm sure they're tracking it for marketing reasons.
2: Well, they're tracking it for marketing reasons and a lot of other reasons, but I mean, come on, if you're using it and you find out that they're tracking it, you kinda go, what? And it, it kills the whole idea. <laughs> It says this <laughs> app lets users customize their Wevibe experience, unlock app-only bonus vibration modes such as the Cha 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 and the Crest, That's and create great. unlimited custom playlists. So you can actually create a playlist of how this thing moves.
0: Oh my gosh! And then can you share it with people on the internet? You're I like, hey, I invented this. It. I invented this rhythm. You've got to check it out. I'm very excited about this technology. You can sell <laughs> dildo rhythms like songs. You could be like, yeah. "Oh, you tried the hooby doobie but you're gonna love my cha chinga wanga bang bang." <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, shame on the, them.
2: The shame only on them problem for... became
0: that they I discovered... thought they knew how you were using it. <laughs> no, they do.
2: <laughs> they discovered the amount of data the app transmitted back to Standard Innovation, who makes deep product um, when looking for security flaws. So not only that, but there could have been security flaws. I still know system. that. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. now?
0: How but the company has now project. been
2: forced. The company has now been forced to allow users to opt op, opt out of their data collection.
0: Oh, that's funny.
2: So you can choose to let them take a peek, or you can say, "Yeah, no, I don't think so." Oh, that's great. That's great.
0: There you go. Technology is helping out. People can opt out. And if you and listen, if you're listening to the show and you've invented a, a great dildo rhythm, maybe that's going to be a
2: new section in iTunes.
0: Right? <laughs> right. I think it would be. That would be great. What's the hot dildo rhythm this
2: week? <laughs> Hi,
0: I'm Casey Kasem. Do you have a dildo rhythm you want to share with America? Stacy from Seattle writes. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, so we need to make a deal. And Michael Topia, we don't uh, clean up the headlines for the Loftus Party Daily Dope. People are grown ups; they can handle it. I don't want to appeal to old people. If you okay. can't handle, if you can't handle seeing smart dildo companies sued for tracking user habits, then I, I really don't want your business. Okay, that is the Loftus Party for this week. We had our ups. We had our downs. The highs were high and the lows were low but uh we were keeping it real we're never gonna lie to you here at the loftus party so thanks for tuning in make sure you listen to andrew apple's podcast so fresh so prince and make sure you uh, check out uh, stacy lennox stacy where can they find you
2: uh, you can find me at the daily surge with an article or two a week and you can always find me on facebook and twitter
0: Wahoo! hey thanks so much for listening we'll be back next week with an all-new
2: loftus party Ta-da!